All right, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is DJ Rock with the DJ Rock Awakened podcast. We are finally back. I do apologize about the delay in posting, but basically I was walking deaf last week and was very sick uh, most of the week. Uh, not COVID-related, not, you know, Omicron or Megatron or any other variation of the coronavirus. Uh, apparently, I ate something bad, and it kept me down, down, down. DJ Rock was feeling like DJ Yuck last week. So, I am back, and I, I really think that sometimes the universe... <clears throat> As we begin to manifest things, as we begin to see that we can do these things, sometimes the universe will respond in a way that might not be exactly what we would like, <laughs> but it achieves this, it achieves the same goal, right? The 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 outcome is the same, and sometimes the universe has a way of saying, "Hey, jackass, stop." And, you know, one thing it was telling me to stop was eating all the bullshit I was eating. And because, I mean, here's the deal. I like the fried foods that, you know, I like to eat the fried foods. I like to eat the, you know, the, the bad stuff, right? That's the good stuff. And so I just think that the universe was just like, all right, you know what? You won't stop. I'm going to stop you. And so <clears throat> I was actually able to lose like 13, almost, almost 14 pounds last week. So good times. Not during the time, but... Now, you know, look back, good times. So with this episode, I want to expand on the awakened journey, um, you know, beginning within yourself uh, first. But before I do that, um, I, I just, I, I kind of feel impressed uh, upon myself to, to, to um, I feel that, so, so as I've said before, um, receiving information downloads from the universe or whatever. And sometimes I do feel compelled or prompted to say certain things, especially with certain people or with, with people in general. Um, I will begin to receiving information and I'll go more into that. I know it sounds crazy. I really don't care what you think, but ask anyone I've sat down with and it's, it's very, very true. Um, but I, I do feel very prompted to say this. One of my, one of my people uh, with my company uh, is facing a, terrible situation with uh, a family member who was passing. And, you know, I wanted to, it, it got me thinking about how we tend to look at life and death and understanding the, the relationship between the two um, and the, the knowledge that, uh, we've designed these lives, right? And we've talked about that in this podcast. And so knowing that we design these things and, you know, looking at the relationship that this person had with their, their family member, um, it was a really bright point for this person. And amidst a lot of darkness with other things in their family, mostly darkness, this person was a beacon of light and so I, I felt compelled to tell this person, you know, look, I, I believe that this person was meant to be in your life for the sole purpose of showing you that in the middle of all this darkness, pain, and 
suffering that all these other folks have caused that this, this, you can still find a glimmer of, of hope, a glimmer of light. And that goes once again with living intentionally, you know, seeking light, even in the, the darkest of darks. And that really, really means something, especially as we face death, because our human nature, our, 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 our human existence, we're so connected to people. We're so connected to situations, material possessions. And that's how we are in this life, in this, in this third dimension, physical inside this meat suit thing. Right. And so we, we tend to develop relationships and, uh, and associations with things that, um, we just hold them a lot more dear. And when we are, are in danger of losing those things, we tend to pull in and retract upon that. And that's not really a healthy, it's like a knee jerk reaction. And I get that, but that's not the healthiest way to look at it. We have to look at every interaction, especially once you begin to wake up, look at every interaction with anybody around you. And this, this causes a lot of your brain to, to, to really start honing in on, you know, what, um, what each relationship means and what we mean to each of those relationships. And then we have to also look at where we're placing our value on things, right? And we need to become more focused on uh, the, the experience, the growth that is gained from that experience, and how it enhances our vibrational frequency. Because that's the journey here. The journey, once again, and I, I keep saying this, and I keep saying, and I keep reiterating this point, every step we take, right, every life, just as I told this person with their, their family member, you know, look, hey, look at it like this. Once this life is complete, they're another step closer to God. They've, they've you know, they've done the work, they've put the work in, now they're at the end of their life, and they're going to go into review phase and they're going to, they're going to grow closer to God. And I, I've, I've really been impressed. Um, it's been pushed on me even more so that I've not really um, expanded on enough on just the absolute wonder and amazingness that, that is God, not sky daddy. Not Sky Daddy, but God. The I don't doubt that God can't couldn't uh, take on a physical form, but I just think that God, the energy source, the Creator, is so huge and so amazing and just so much more complex that it it doesn't need a body, right? Because it embodies everything. And that's the beauty, right? The desk, the whatever it is, the lights, the the breeze, the birds, the trees, the the person sitting next to you, the person in front of you, the per everywhere, everything is God. Now imagine that for seven billion people on this earth, and 
living, having led multiple lives, because once again, I'm not retracting anything I say. I'm going to expand on it. I believe we live multiple lives, multiple, multiple, I mean, potentially hundreds of lives in the course of our existences. Because I just, once again, I've said it before, I don't think God's a one and done God. I think we live multiple lives. And so in this journey, 7 billion spirits, essences, all doing the same thing, planning, designing, overcoming obstacles, learning in each life how to love and focusing on love and then becoming love. And when I say becoming love, because love is one of the higher frequencies you could attain, right? Enlightenment uh, would be one of the top and then love below that. But, you know, love is one of those super high frequencies uh, uh, super high frequency emotions that we get to this state where we understand so much the importance of love, and I think that 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 next that next death would be that last person that that last essence's incarnation. So we're all working. And so imagine the intricate process, all the, all the inner workings and the, the mechanisms in place for all these things to happen at one time. And then understanding that time has no bearing. Time doesn't exist. But everything's happening at the same time. And all these lives. I mean, everything is, it's... And once again, I've said this as well. I believe in other, other beings. Um, I find it very hard to believe that this amazingly beautiful creator only created us. I do believe that there are a multitude, just a vast number of other species in this universe. So that same God that created the mechanisms and everything for us also created that for them as well. So you got 7 billion souls, spirits multiplied by potentially millions. I don't know, but the inner workings, the mechanics, the, all that was designed and was made possible by God. So the sheer magnitude of this entire process is so much more than we could even fathom because we're so constrained to time. We're so constrained to, you know, what is affecting us right now and the the attachments we have to our, our possessions and our time and our space and who we are and our reputations and everything else. Well, with this podcast, I've basically said fuck my reputation because, I mean, we're going to be talking to some really weird shit here, especially as we get further down the road. But here's the thing, I have to say it. It has to be said. So that's the thing that was a challenge for me because I had no voice before I became a DJ. DJing gave me a voice and gave me a purpose and gave me the ability to have people desire me, want me for their events and will we'll change the dates of their events even to even book me. So now I have this, this ego, 
right, that I've held so very tightly and that I've been so scared of losing that I was in a place of not changing, right? And so that being said, now I'm in a place of, especially living where I live now, the the people that if, if the if the the people around my my area that heard this, it would probably they would look at me a little they would look at me a lot differently, but I don't care, because what is in front of me, is more important than what has defined me up until this point. So my emotional attachment to this this egocentric uh, career that I've I've established, don't get me wrong, I've been a great DJ. I've, my clients love me and I love my clients and I'm so thankful and so blessed and grateful to everyone that's hired me. But moving forward, I'm still going to be that, right? But there is a new focus in my life and that is being honest, being, being true and learning to love myself, not placing so much of an importance on earth-based things that are only temporary and relationships that are just in existence for mutual benefit to be a catalyst for something to change within me. And also, once again, that I get to be a catalyst for someone else's change. So all that being said, you know, when, when someone's getting ready to pass, understand that they're on the same journey you're on. They're coming right back because time doesn't exist. Whether they get to the other side and their emotional attachments to the life they just died from is so great. They spend 20 years, 30 years in our time-constrained minds just in that place and hanging around family members because they're, they just can't let go of it. But in the overall overall scheme of things, they're coming right back to, to, to live another designed life. And each life we take is a step closer to God. We are working our way to God, and God understands that. That's why this is all done. That's why this design has taken place and is like it is. Because we are working towards this amazing place of understanding, peace, non-judgment, all knowledge, whether you call it heaven, whatever. But either way, we're, we're working towards that in every life, in each incarnation of our lives, we're working towards that goal. So when someone's getting ready to pass, celebrate their journey. Celebrate their overcoming their obstacles, getting to a place to where they've done the thing that they came here to do, and they're about to go back and, re- and, and, and come back again. Celebrate that life. Celebrate that completed journey and understand that you are a benefit to them as much as they were to you. And even if, the, even if it was a negative relationship, because living intentionally, you're going to draw the positive aspects of 
the relationship from whatever you could draw from the relationship. Horrible parent. Well, I know how I'm going to not parent my child, and I know how I'm going to parent my child because of how I was raised. Um, abusive relationship. Well, leaving that, I know how I felt during the the abuse. I know that moving forward, I never want anyone to feel that same abuse. And I want to work towards keeping people away from feeling that abuse. And if it hadn't been for that, that person abusing me, I would never have been a, that benefit to other people. As weird as that sounds, once again, drawing positive from even the most horrible of situations. Your child passes away. Who did your child touch? Who was affected by your child? How are you going to move forward after your child passes and be a, a benefit to the world on a grander scale? The ripple effect, folks. Remember the ripple effect. In our moments of despair, there is a ripple effect taking place. So understand that. Now, moving on with the episode. Um, the last episode we went over... You know, waking up, what, you know, now what do you do? And we talked about all the comfort zones and loving yourself and embracing the design and heal, 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 and all that kind of stuff, right? But I want to really delve into the love aspect and understanding that learning how to love yourself gives you a definition to resort to to know how to, how to love people externally and understanding how you want to be loved will allow you to understand the emotions attached to that and then responding accordingly when dealing with people. But we have to first establish how do we love ourselves? See, that's the problem. Like with me, I told you guys I was, I was going to be very upfront and honest. I, I was a, I was, I had a, I didn't have, I don't remember much about my childhood. Um, I remember I, at seven years old, or it's not seven years old, but in seventh grade, I wanted to commit suicide. And I had told my counselor this, and she told my parents, and then they didn't know how to respond to that. It was like, what are you thinking? And why would you tell somebody that? It wasn't, hey, son, why do you feel that way? It was almost like I was made to feel guilty for being in a place of such depression that I wanted to die. I was made to feel bad about that. Instead of coming from a healing situation and going, okay, son. Like if my daughter came to me and said, dad, or, or she went to a counselor and that person came and said, hey, listen, Mr. Sheets, you know, your daughter said this. I'm not going to go busting into her room and what the fuck are you thinking? And you dumbass, why would you? No, no. I'm going to say, hey, kiddo, let's, let's have a talk for a minute. Now, all your life I've told you, you could tell daddy anything. No matter how you feel, no matter what's happened, I want you to always be able to talk to me. So if you're hurting, I, I want you to know that I'm here. And your pain is valid. Because remember, 
your reactions is your personal response to out, outside stimulus or inside stimulus, whatever. But the, the hurt is something that has to be looked at and understood. So, you know, kiddo, why? I'm not judging you. I'm not angry with you whatsoever. But your pain is valid. So talk to me. Why why do you feel this way? Let's let's talk. And if you can't talk to daddy, we're going to find someone for you to talk to. Because your pain is valid. The emotions you're feeling are valid. Right? Because I've not lived her life. So I can't tell her what to feel. All I can do is be her father and let her know that it's okay. And we're going to make it right. Okay? So understanding that love is understanding how you feel when things happen, um, how you feel when, you know, things affect you, when you have great things happen. How does that reflect with the things that happen to you that are bad? You know, understanding those emotions. But we get so caught up in the negativity of life that we forget to look for the positive. And so one of the first things that I, I tend to tell people to do, and I'll be honest with you, I've been a little lax on it, but I'm, and, I, and I'm going to get better. But one of the biggest things that you can do, especially as you begin to awaken, is keeping a couple of journals. I like to call one the Journal of Positivity. And Journal of Positivity is when you wake up in the morning, you write down something positive about yourself or something positive you know, preferably about yourself. And then anything that happens throughout the day that's positive, anything. It could be the, the smallest thing. Someone held the door open for me at the gas station. And when I said thank you, they said have a great day. And it made me feel good. Write that down. At the end of the day, write down your daily thoughts. And then a positive thing in your journal to end your night. Do this every day. When you begin to focus on negative, go back and look at your journal of positivity and look at all the positive things. Even the smallest things. Look for things that are positive to write down. It, it may not even been something you experienced, but you well, or it happened to you. It could be something you experienced. That was a positive thing. So once you begin to seek out those positive things, the law of attraction is going to begin working in your life. And then that positive stuff's going to start coming back to you because you're seeking positive. And no matter what negative situation you're facing, you're still looking out for the positive. And you, I would, I would make it a competition to beat every day with positive stuff. I wrote down eight positive things yesterday. I'm going to write down 10 today. Then tomorrow, I'm going to write down 12 positive things. I'm going to look for 12 things that are positive. So when I begin to get down, when I begin to get depressed because shit just, ugh, shit's just fucked up, guess what? And I'm sitting there telling myself, fuck, I'm, I'm just so tired of all the bullshit. I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. Nothing ever works out. 
Go to your, your journal of positivity and begin to look at all the beautiful moments of positivity that you've experienced. How could you not go into your own words, see the things that your mind thought were positive? How could you not find happiness in that? And the ability to pull yourself out of the darkness. So that's one. The other thing is, as we begin to move forward, we have to have a structured, like a routine, right? And so one of the things that that I really want to do is, is really get into how to do a journal, you know? Um, and, you know, once we begin our lives and our jobs, we forget, because here's the thing, we go through college or whatever, and we start our careers and we bust our ass. We get to a point to where we ain't really got to bust our ass no more. And we quit setting goals. We quit, we, 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 we quit giving our son, ourselves something to, to, to strive for, to achieve. Matthew McConaughey, you know, talked about, uh, you know, chasing himself. <laughs> and who's your hero? My hero's in 10 years. Well, 10 years later, are you a hero yet? No, my hero's 10, year, 10 years down the road. And then it's, he's always chasing his better self, right? But he's always setting goals. So I think when we begin, we have to really make it a point is that we have to set goals for ourselves. We have to, well, first of all, develop a routine. I'm going to do my journaling in the morning. I'm going to wake up have my morning coffee or whatever, go to the gym, whatever it may be. But once that, once that first thing's done, I'm going to write down my journal for the day. And I'm going to set my goals for the day. I'm going to set my goals for the, the week, possibly, if it's early in the week. But I'm going to set my daily goals. And, and writing your goals down, it could be something like having $1,000 in your savings account in three months. But each day, give yourself something to be accountable for. Hold yourself accountable, right? And then, and then in that same journal, under your goals, imagine what your dream life would look like. Not saying, when I have, if I had. Make sure it's like a be, do, have list. You know, I have $28 million in the bank. I have, I have done this. I am this. You know, it's, it's, it's something that gives you the idea that if you can begin to see yourself as having the things that you're wanting, that creates manifestations. And then, you know, set your intentions. What are your intentions for, for where you want to be? with your awakening, you know what I'm saying? What is, what is, what are the actions you want to take to live intentionally, right? Your intentions. So for me, I want to create positive experiences. You know, your intentions set everything. Um, you, everything we do, it, uh, it's all based on your, what your intentions are. So, you know, Today, like let's you know, t- today I I intend to be 
looking for moments of positivity and to spread positivity, to be inspiring and to be a compassionate person and understanding and non non-judgmental person to people. I I I want to I, I you know I intend to feel at ease with my life, and that's that's how you want to try and live your life every day. And then every day, delve back into your past. Who or what do I need to forgive today? Maybe you need to forgive yourself. You know, and then and then that's when you when you can begin to eliminate that and those negative things that you hold onto, uh, you pissed your wife off, pissed your husband off, and you guys didn't talk the entire day. Well, tomorrow make it a point to ask them to forgive you. Hey, listen, I was a real shithead yet yesterday. I shouldn't have said what I said, and I know how this made you feel. And I want you to know that, once again, I understand your feelings are valid, and I shouldn't have made you feel that way. Can you forgive me? And once again, whether they say yes or no, that's not on, that's not on you. But remember, once again, forgiveness is for you, not for them. Right? And that's a huge, huge thing. So it's, and remember guys, forgiving yourself is not forgiving the, the bad thing you did. It's understanding the emotions that were experienced by the person that we, we hurt, right? We have to hold ourselves accountable for that. You know, you have to hold yourself accountable. That's a big, big thing in, in understanding that forgiveness has to take place. Because if you're still holding on to things of the past, you're not truly growing. You're not letting anything go. Because I promise you, the next time you get down, those are the very things that are going to pop up in your fucking head. So definitely, without a doubt, learn to forgive yourself and, and ask for forgiveness for the people around you. Understand how your actions affect other people. That's a huge thing. That's a huge, huge thing. Um, every day. What do I love most about myself? Look for positive within yourself. You're putting work in. You're busting your ass. I'm not asking you for, you know, I paid my water bill today. That's not what I'm looking for here. But I want you to find things you love about yourself every day. Find something about you that you can love. And try to make it, don't, don't write down the same fucking thing every day. That's just fucking stupid. Find something every day to, to love yourself about. And that's, that's a huge thing. That's a huge, huge thing. Finding positive within yourself. Looking, no matter what anything says, no matter how you feel, if you're feeling like shit, like last week, I still was finding ways to say, hey, you know what? I've had this this great awakening and all these things that I've begun begin to experience and the moments that were created just in this very short time I've been a, a, a awakened. Oh, it's, it's amazing. The energy levels I've felt. I love that. The emotions that I've felt, the forgiveness I've allowed myself to myself to feel 
feels amazing. I love the fact that I'm able to get on here. People actually love to hear what I say. And, and I've had people contact me and even said that these podcasts actually mean something to them. I love the fact that the universe is speaking through me to people. I love the fact that I'm a good dad, right? I love the fact that I'm, I'm learning from my past mistakes. I love the fact that I'm not going to continue to repeat my past mistakes because I'm beginning to learn from those things. And I'm so loving myself that I'm learning those, those, those things. So just look for things, anything. It could be physical feature. It could be a personality trait. It could be something you accomplished that day. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, write it down. And then affirmations, you know, those are big too. Writing your affirmations. I, I you know, it, it does it does feel kind of weird when you first start doing it. Um I just it does feel weird. Right? Um but remember, I choose to do this. I'm in the process of, you know, in in front of whatever statement it is. I'm in the process of becoming a better person overall. I'm in the process of learning how to love myself. I choose to believe that we design our lives to raise our vibrational frequencies to become closer to God. I choose to believe that we we can live intentionally and we can begin to affect the world around us. Therefore, how our lives are every day by being more positive. So, you know, writing it down gives like it, it takes it tells a negative person inside you to shut the fuck up. Right? Is what it does when you write these affirmations. And so that's a big thing, you know? And you know, one thing that I would I wouldn't say is for your for your affirmations section is I wouldn't say like I'm beautiful and I'm a, at a healthy weight. That's just, okay. I would say I choose to believe I'm beautiful and I'm in the process of being at a healthy weight. Okay. And then here's a big one, folks. This is a big, 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 big one. Make a list of the things you're grateful for. Anything. Everything. I'm not in the best living situation right now, but I know for a fact that there are people in the world that are in much worse situations that would give anything to be where I'm at. When you're feeling broke and you've only got 20 bucks to your name, guess what? There's some person out there that that is begging for food that's legitimately begging for food. They don't even have a a dollar to scratch together to to get anything. So that $20 in your pocket is a whole fucking lot to somebody that doesn't have it. Be grateful for that. 
when you can become grateful for the small things in your life and all these other positive things you're working on, you'll begin to see that you'll have a lot bigger things to be grateful for the more positivity that you create in your life and in the world around you. So once again, let's just kind of just, just review this real fast. You know, write down your goals. When I say your goals, your business, your relationship, your finances, if you got a bucket list, something you really want to fucking do, write down your goals. Once you write it down, it becomes something like a list for you to look at and go, you know what? That's on my bucket list. I had the chance to do this. I'm going to do this today. Imagine your dream life. When you see what you want in life, how does it feel? Write it down. Take time to, to take it in. Study it. How does it feel to have that? Okay? And and you can you can make a long-term goal for this, for this, for this list stuff, for the, for the you know, the your dream life. Set daily and weekly or monthly intentions. That's big, you know. I mean, I intend to be this. I I intend to be this. I am a loving, caring individual that seeks positive around me. I intend to not judge. I mean, things that, that create positivity. The next one, ask yourself. Who or what do I need to forgive today? Might be you, might be somebody else. <clears throat> but anything that has to be forgiven, it creates negative energy. And when it when it lies within you, that's you're harboring negative energy inside you. And that's not that's not helping your growth whatsoever. What do you love most about yourself? That's the next one. And you have to love yourself for who you are right now. And and look, I understand. This is this is a whole this is a whole process. This is a work of progress. <clears throat> and beginning to look at yourself and saying, I'm going to find something positive. Well, that once again goes to living intentionally and and creating positive around you, but once again, creating positive within you. Affirmations, once again, every day. Today, I intend to, or I, you know, I choose to believe this. I'm in the process of this. You know, telling that inner critic to shut the hell up. Right? Writing it down. You know, and then once again, making that list you're grateful for. Those are, those are all such important things. All those, that journaling, and really the really important one is the journal, the journal of positivity, you know, because we tend to have it, we have a tendency to really focus on negative. And when it, when it snowballs on us, when it snowballs on us, we just, we get lost in our shit and it sucks. It sucks so bad, you know, but, you know, it, it's important to have something visual to go to because, the the facts and 
the the actual like things they begin to fade after time. We forget the details. But if it's if it's written down, we can go back and go, oh yeah, see, I remember that. You know what? Shit ain't so bad after all. And that's what we have to remember, guys. Shit ain't so bad after all. This journey we're on, this 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 designed life, this this journey we're on of bettering ourselves, getting closer to the amazing, the amazing creator, God, knowing that this, this being, this energy created all this for us to experience, for us to live a thousand lives if it takes, and knowing all that work going into Becoming something greater. That's what I love. I love knowing that this journey is not just one and done and that's it and it's over and that's all there's going to be. See, it ain't like that. I love having the knowledge that I get to, I get to, to learn today. I get to learn how to love myself. And in that journey, I get to learn how to love other people. My relationships moving forward will be different, more fruitful, more beneficial, more mutually beneficial. And that's what I'm striving for. I intend to create positive moments, positive interactions that people leave my circle and they go and create positive moments themselves. And that's what I love. I love that my voice can soothe people. I've been told that. I I love the fact that my daughter calls me daddy. I just love, I love when she says that. <laughs> and I love, and see, this is, this is the thing, right? If you're feeling down, go to YouTube. Go look, go just, you ain't got to watch the videos, but find a video of babies laughing. I promise you one fucking thing, man. You cannot be in a dark place very long when you hear the cackle of kids laughing. Just close your eyes and listen to it. You ain't got to watch the videos. There is nothing more magical to me than hearing my little DJ Cookie laugh. It is, it is, it's comforting. It's soothing. It makes me feel giddy myself. And when she says, I love you, daddy. Oh my God. There's nothing better. And understanding that I'm creating a blueprint for her. I love that. I love that I can become something and become someone that she wants to see and and, and mimic. That, that's something. And I can't wait to see who she becomes. I'm, I'm here for that journey. 
I can't wait to see that. And that being said, we're about 44 minutes into this. I'm going to wrap up this episode. Our next episode, we're going to go into, I uh, believe I'm wanting to go into uh, beginning to discussing uh, the pineal gland. That's a, a big one right there that we we don't uh, discuss enough, at least in certain circles. And I really want to get into that. Uh, but also shadow work. And shadow work's going to be a good one for us, I think. I think that shadow work's going to allow us to learn how to heal that inner child, how to really fill in those cracks of our broken foundations. And I'm super excited about that. So, that being said, find the positivity, people. Write it in a journal. And when you get darkened down and you get like a, like you're just, ugh, fuck life, look at your journal of positivity. And while you're doing that, go listen to some babies laughing. Peace, love, and light, guys. DJ Rock, signing out.